sub squad and welcome back to another episode of the self-love squad sessions with me kelly if you're new here welcome to the family welcome to the squad like i said my name is kelly and this is the podcast extension of my instagram page the self-love squad that's at the underscore self underscore love underscore squad which is a safe space for anyone on a self-love journey On this podcast, I share my feelings and musings as a fat, black, bisexual woman learning what it means to love herself. Now, as I am an adult, this is an adult podcast, and I will at times use adult language or talk about adult topics, so please use headphones if you're at work or around small children. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into this week's episode. say that but welcome back to the self-love squad if you are new here hi thank you so much for joining me i'm so sorry it's been over like two months since i've uploaded and i know i know i never uploaded the youtube um video to the last podcast and so if you are new here or if you don't know what happened Right around the beginning of Pride, the beginning of June, my Instagram was hacked and then temporarily deleted. So I stopped making content for the whole month of June for whole Pride. I made a um, backup Instagram, but I didn't really want to commit to it right until I knew that my um, Instagram was gone for good. And I did obviously get it back But that's why the whole month of June, I didn't record anything. And then the month of July was extremely hard for me. My mental health just um, was not the greatest. I was having a lot of issues with my sobriety. And um, I just wasn't in the right mind space to create. But I'm on vacation Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. And I am dedicating these three days, as I have over the weekend, to really practice some serious self-care. Because I feel like sometimes, for me, I can't speak for everyone, self-care, in terms of self-care practices, can be very like surface level. Like, oh, I'm just gonna not work. I'm just gonna sit on my phone and do nothing. And then I feel like I've wasted a day, or I feel... I haven't really rested like I don't feel rested I don't feel like I've done anything to restore my energy to restore my soul or or balance my mind so these next three days I'm really committing to creating to active resting to properly nourishing my body to um, expanding my mind through reading, maybe going to a museum um, later this afternoon. And so in doing so, I thought it would be very appropriate to hop back on the mic and record and just sit down and talk with y'all. Also, y'all have been in my DMs heavy, like heavy, bitch, like heavy, like me heavy, okay? (laughs) Being like, girl, when's the next episode coming out? And I was like, bitch, I don't know, but I'm back. 
and I hope that I can get back into a more regular uploading schedule. Like I said, my mental health has just been kind of shit. Let's talk about that a little bit. So you all know that I suffer from depression. I have um, attempted suicide quite a few times and I turned 30 um, this upcoming October. And so I've been really retrospective the last two months about where I was a decade ago and now. And I've been dealing with this feeling of feeling like I wasted my 20s. And I say this all the time on Instagram and I say it here on the podcast as well. Those of us who are beginning to come out of the grips of diet culture often are hit with an immense amount of grief and a mourning process because you realize that you have lost so many years, so many opportunities because you were too focused on dieting or trying to lose weight or hating yourself and saying, you know, life starts once I reach X size or life starts once I lose X amount of pounds and then right a whole decade later and I never reached that. And so... The, for me, the biggest example of that is the few years I lived in New York. So as of October, because I moved to Dallas after my 26th birthday, like October 2nd of my 26th birthday, um, I've officially lived in Dallas longer than I lived in Brooklyn. I will still never claim to be a Texas, a Texan. Like, that's just not... Culturally, that's just not my zhuzh. Um, I am an East Coaster through and through. If I'm not repping Maryland, then I'm repping Brooklyn, I'm repping NYC. But I have, you know, time-wise lived here longer than I did in Brooklyn. And thinking about, right, you know, the years that I spent in New York and how formative those were for me in terms of learning what I want and trying to find the juxtaposition of, like, climbing the corporate ladder, but also learning how to express myself through art and be comfortable with my sexuality, I realized that I lost a lot of opportunities and I didn't I didn't fully take advantage of where I was living because I was so focused on losing weight. Like I was so focused on getting skinny and trying to have my sex in the city gossip girl moments once I lost weight that I let go I let so many opportunities pass by that I'll never get back and so grieving that has been hard for me and then I mentioned this before um I think in the last episode I had just begun dealing with a break in my sobriety and so that got worse as well um I have been sober for it'll be three weeks in two days which I'm really really excited for um It mostly was social drinking and then convenience drinking because when I used to drink a lot in college, I didn't have a car and like Uber Eats and all of that did not exist. And so I would have to go out of my way to drink. And so instead of necessarily having alcohol in my house, I would just drink really heavy on the weekends when we went out. But then, you know, grocery stores in New Jersey where I went to school, 
started having alcohol in the grocery store, right? And so then when I would get a ride to the grocery store to buy my groceries, I could pick up like a tequila mixer, I mean a margarita mixer, or I could pick up um, a bottle of, of wine or something. And that's really when I began to start consuming alcohol on a daily basis. And so likewise here, the caveat of covid aside from obviously covid being bad but like another downfall of covid for me has been the fact that alcohol now is more convenient you know there will be so many times where i want to drink and alcohol was not accessible or i would have to go drive to get alcohol and i was like i'm too lazy you don't know i don't like to fucking drive but now i can get alcohol delivered from 7-eleven in like 30 minutes is there an upcharge? Yes. Does my alcohol mi- my alcoholic mind care about that? No. Likewise, all the grocery stores that I shop at, that I order my groceries through, they carry wines that I like, alcohol that I like. And so it was really, really, really hard to say no. And so I'm really proud of myself in that a week and a half ago, I went grocery shopping. I saw that they had the margarita wine mixer that I like, and I didn't buy it. And so currently, as of now, there is no alcohol that I like in my house. I have some alcohol left from an event that I hosted like a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, But they're hard seltzers, and I hate seltzer water. It's like angry water. Like if anger issues was flavored with strawberries, that's what it would taste like. I fucking hate. I don't know how y'all drink carbonated water. It's so gross. Anyway, so there's no no way that I'm drinking that. My alcoholism is not bad enough that I will stoop to drink uh, seltzer water. And so I've just been, like I said, practicing self-care, getting enough rest, trying to drink more water, get back into the water habit. And, you know, making sure that I take regular showers and baths and so forth. And so speaking of bathing, speaking of, you know, being cleanly and clean and whatnot, can we fucking talk about all these celebrities and not wanting to take showers? What in the fucking privilege is this? Are you shitting me? You have access to clean water and you don't take regular baths? Now look, bathing once a day or bathing every other day, depending on what you do, no judgment. I also know that some people have, you know, depression and mental illness and what have you, and it makes it hard to shower and bathe regularly. Completely understand that. But they don't go around bragging to fucking TMZ and People Magazine that they don't bathe themselves and that they don't bathe their kids. I thought it was bad enough when rich white people were saying they don't wash their legs. I already was having a conniption over that. But now, y'all are just being stinky on purpose. And the whole argument is such a, like, the whole pain point of their argument is such a privileged point. Well, it's not good for my skin. Okay, so you would rather have slightly more moisturized skin 
versus being clean. Like, didn't your ancestors, you know, the whole Victorian, not Victorian age, the whole medieval age, right, with, like, people not bathing properly and, like, getting dysentery and shit? Like, didn't that, didn't they teach you that in school? And you can go ahead and repeat that. That's why Pocahontas died. Rest in peace to a bad one. She died because the Native Americans in North America were so much cleaner than the British. And when she went over there against her will, she caught some bullshit and she died. And y'all want to bring this back? We're already having our own black plague and now you don't want to bathe? I, I have a, I'm at a loss for words because... I, bitch I don't want to go to a Hollywood party it probably smells like ass and feet and like I'm not into that that's just not the game plan and it's weird because you know how many of these celebrities have active jobs like imagine isn't it the dude that plays spider-man I know it's um Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were the first couple that came out. And then I think it is the guy that played Spider-Man. I, th- I think, I think one of the guys that played Spider-Man that was like, oh, I don't, I don't shower. Um, so it's crazy to me because... Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher have kids, right? Do you know how much of a white privilege, but also financial, socioeconomic privilege it is to boast to the fucking world that you neglect your kids? They're not bathing their kids. And yet I have not seen... CPS come and snatch them away. But let a black person do something slightly irresponsible with their children, normally in the name of trying to better themselves, you know, like bringing a child and leaving them in the food court so that you can do a job interview so you can get a job or leaving your kid unattended at home because you have to work and you can't afford a babysitter. Like, I'm not saying those things are good, but I'm saying they're often done because the parent is or parents are trying versus a rich white person just being rich and white and irresponsible. So just want to point that out. But yeah, I, I just... Can you, what does Hollywood smell like? Like, I just need to know. Soap is so widely available. So widely available. And you choose not to use it on your stank ass body. And, like, all these celebrities, they work out all the time. They go for walks at Griffith Park. It's hot in LA. And you're not going, you, you tell me, you go to, um, what's that guy's name? The Brad is Kind, the, the Gunther Jim dude, the one that works out with the Kardashians. You go to work out there and you go home and you don't take a shower. I worked out this morning and I took a shower. In fact, I'm currently sitting in my bathrobe. Like, I just, speechless, fucking speechless. I just, I cannot. 
I cannot. Like, how much privilege does one have to have to not bathe? And I think that this honestly bothers me so much because it is just a new tab in the string of things that are ghetto or unbecoming if a poor person or person of color does them, but cool, hip, and trendy when a white and or rich person does them. Food trucks, thrift store shopping, living in urban areas, biking slash walking slash taking public transit to work, anything related to New York, living with your parents, right? All of these things, poor people and people of color, oh, recycling, reusing plastic bags, right? All of these things that people of color, um, the colored communities, you know, people of color communities and poor people have been doing for decades and we were looked down upon. And now that white people have picked it up and rich people have picked it up, it's cool. So it's weird to me that like Flint, Michigan still doesn't have water, but rich white people in LA are refusing to shower and people in Flint can't shower. Right. And and then that privilege of like, it'd be different if showering was optional. Right. Like if people were saying, oh, I'm just not drinking alcohol anymore. No one needs alcohol. Alcohol is not a human right. It's not a necessity. So if people were boycotting drinking or boycotting, um, you know, buying new leather goods, for instance, and just buying used leather goods. I could I could see that. That would be something you would get behind. But not showering is especially during a fucking pandemic where we need to be rinsing our bodies off every time we come in the house, washing our hands, taking our shoes off every time we come in the house. It's such a backwards fucking thing. But it's cool cuz white people do it. And rich people do it. But when the poor kids couldn't afford to bathe in the 90s and they bathed once a week, they were dirty, they were poor, CPS was called, right? Kids were taken away. Also, side note, don't you think it's fucked up that a lot of times CPS will take kids away from a lower income parent who, like I said earlier, maybe does something slightly neglectful because they're trying to get ahead financially? And so instead of giving that parent a financial boost, they will take the kid and pay someone else to watch the kid. So middle class people are getting paid by the government to watch kids instead of the government giving that money to the poor parents so they can keep their kids. Bullshit. But I digress. So I'm keeping these episodes super short and sweet and simple because I just want to get back into the hang of talking to you all. And also, you know, as much as I loved recording the last episode um, via camera, I, one, need a better mic because the mic on my camera was shit. And so I didn't like the way that the audio sounded when I uploaded it um, in podcast form. And two, it just was a lot of pressure for me because I normally, as you all know, like to do episodes off the cuff. And so having to think about like, is my bed clean? Is my room clean? Are my sheets clean? Like, 
you know, um, what's the lighting like? Is my makeup done? Is my hair cut? Like making sure, you know, what what outfit am I gonna wear? Like making sure I look good in order to talk to you all is just too much pressure for me right now. And I hope that like over time I can build back up to that to make that a regular thing. But for right now, it's either or. Either I make a video like once every three months, but I put that attention to production into it. Or I go back to once or twice a month and it's just audio. But the last thing I wanted to talk to y'all about today is my working out. So this will be my going on my third month with ClassPass. And I'm actually canceling my ClassPass um, subscription because I found a gym that I like. It's the Movement Gym off of Greenville here in Dallas. If you're in the Dallas area, you should definitely check it up. out. Let them know that Kelly pink-haired lady um <laughs> recommended you um told you to come but i absolutely love that gym they have so many amazing classes and amazing teachers and i missed pumping iron like do you even lift bro like i love lifting weights i love how strong it makes me feel how sexy it makes me feel i love getting a good sweat on but particularly when i can feel myself like building muscle um like literally right now my left butt cheek is twitching because we did really heavy barbell squats and i lifted heavy today um but yeah so i have just been trying to get back into the groove of working out and trying to not like slip back into old eating disorder habits right so my eating disorder has been pretty good i've been pretty stable with that for the last couple months and i'm super proud of the progress that i've made however now that i am taking working out more seriously like i used to because i've always been into fitness but I've struggled in college with orthorexia, which if you're not familiar, it's basically an eating disorder where you're like too healthy, right? It's like all the good things about health, but you're like over the top, right? It's like working out two to three times a day, being super strict with my eating. If I ate something bad, I had to go work it off immediately. So I'm trying to make sure that I don't slip into that type of habit, but also making sure that I am not hurting myself, you know, making sure I don't get hurt um, in the gym because I tore my rotator cuff from poor form uh, when I was in New York, slash laying on my arm watching High School Musical, which is super embarrassing to admit, but I have been, I forgot what I was going to say, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have really been enjoying waking up, going to the gym. Like today, it's 9.30 in the morning on my day off, and I'm awake because I got up for my 6.30 class. I didn't want to miss it. I'm going Wednesday and Friday this week, and I'm trying to build my way back up to five to six days a week, you know, switching out cardio and um, strength training, but I am really enjoying the mental clarity that it gives me i'm really enjoying the sense of purpose that it gives me the community that going to that gym gives me the support that it gives me and also the fact that because it's a class i can't be in my own head right because i'll miss instruction like it's been helping my focus a lot and i just feel super motivated and strong so 
yeah I mean that is where I'm at right now I'm trying to figure out my eating in terms of I'm not really trying to actively lose weight though I did make the mistake of going to my friend's house last Friday and weighing myself and then not being happy about how much I weigh but I want to focus on muscle gain and so I need to figure out the best way to eat to honor my eating disorder history but also um you know help me build muscle so right now I'm focusing on high protein but I don't know if that's enough depth of my like eating I guess so we'll see we'll see so that's it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed as always you can catch up with me after the episode at the self-love squad on ig that's at the underscore self underscore love underscore squad and i will talk to you next time bye